0: Welcome to Reality Tea Times Two, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I am Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing Selling Sunset season seven. So um, yeah, we're going to be covering episodes one to three in this episode. And um, but before we do, before we jump into it just want to go through a couple of announcements. So number one, Family Chantel will be coming your way on Monday, right before the new episode starts. We will be recording that with Letitia, So that will be there. Colden Bachelor, hopefully we can have to you by around the same time, Monday, Tuesday. Um, so there's that. And what else? Anything before I talk about the major one? Then That's it. And The big the big announcement, as been mentioning now in a few of the episodes now, the podcast is going to be on a hiatus between December 7th and around January 7th. Probably won't get an episode until the following week, but it's gonna be on a hiatus for that time. We might still post a few things here and there on the socials, but most likely the podcast will be definitely out. Social media, everything during Christmas. So, during Christmas to New Year's for sure. So that's what's going to be happening. You will be getting. Um, we'll quickly do the rundown. We're doing 988OG prior to the the hiatus. We'll be doing that episode. We'll be doing Toe if that's still going. There'll be Family Chantel. We're doing that solo, just me. We'll be doing that. You'll have below. Deck, I believe, as well. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I said we will do. Probably a boy island if up, it's still going, um, but we'll see. But if you want a full um, list of everything, that announcement is on the ninety OJ OG, OG episode, so that will be there, and all of the information will be in that episode. But that's it on the top of the episode. So let's get into it. Let's jump into the reason that we are here. Selling Sunset Season 1, Episode 1, The Real Estate Apocalypse. Well, we first see Brie, Amanda, and Emma. They well, they're at a mansion. Of course they are, right? Because of The Selling Sunset. And again, guys, just to remind you how we usually do this show, we don't talk about the houses unless it is relevant to the show, which sometimes it might be a little relevant to talk about the real estate. So, um, Amanda this purse that she has, it's literally a black basketball. She thought it was a purse, then realized it's actually a basketball. Then Brie, you know, she's just sitting there eating some Cheerios from her bag. Oh, sorry, not Cheerios, Cheetos, just eating some Cheetos from her bag, just pulling them out. It's, It's great. And then Emma tells everyone that Jason followed shell to Australia, okay, so for go- for those who don't remember, who haven't watched the episodes yet, or maybe don't watch the show at all, shell decided to take a break from real estate, go to Australia to spend some time with G Flip while they were in Australia doing their music. So she went with with them to Australia. That was the plan. So then Jason decided to take a trip of all places to fucking Australia. Because this guy seems to be a one-trick pony and usually goes to Mykonos. How did you end up in Australia, sir? That's the weirdest fucking thing. And... How else would Emma know <laughs> unless Grishel told her and Grishel told her in, you know, a certain way. This is fucking weird, y'all. Jason is so in love with her, it's it's making me sad actually. And I don't know in what way, but I'm sad. And let's also add to the fact that Jason followed her out to Australia, but so did his girlfriend, Skip Tamaloo. That's what we call her. Her name is Mary Lou or Mary Lou or whatever the hell that is her name, but we hear at reality tea times to call her Skips Smilu. And yeah, so she's there. And so is Brett. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, this poor this poor girl can just have a break. I guess she should have just had a kick out instead. I don't know. So now we're in Australia with Grishel, and then we see Grishel meeting up with Jason, Brett, and Skip to Malou. And I wrote, This is weird. <laughs> so then, um, because they do ask about G and where they are, and Grishel basically just says that um, they're going to be performing tonight, so they're preparing for that, so they're not going to be there. Um, so back in LA. Emma starts, um, rock climbing in a bedroom in this house because it looks like it's a rock wall. So she starts climbing it. Um, I don't know if that's a great idea, but anyways, back to Australia and we'll be here for a little. Rochelle feels recharged and ready to come back to do some work. And Jason admits he has been distant from work as well, and he probably needs to get his ass into fucking gear and start doing some more work. You don't fucking say, sir. Did you watch last season? You were barely fucking there. You basically just resorted back to Mary and said, you figure it out, bitch, because now you're the manager, and Mary couldn't really manage So, yes, Jason, you have some work to do. Jesus. Um, Skips Lou looks real unhappy in this moment. Um, because even though, like, they're talking about work, and they, they were anyways, they're very smiley with each other, Jason and Grishel, very giggly with each other. It's cute. But it ain't cute when you're not together anymore, and your girlfriend's right beside you, thinking, the fuck? Yeah. So she's unhappy. So, back in LA, they feel bad for skips malou because he was madly in love with crisselle and this is the thing we do find out throughout this that they at this point have been together for eight months and spoiler alert guys for those who maybe don't remember i do remember talking about this in an episode I can't remember which episode it was now because it was probably about a couple of months ago. There was an episode that I talked about the fact that Jason and Skip to were no longer together. They're actually with separate people now. So there's that. But at this point, they have been together for eight months. And they're saying that, you know, and was the love of his life. He was madly in love with her. And Skips Maloo is technically but probably the next person he's actually had a relationship with since Grishel. And in a way, she's probably a semi rebound girlfriend. And no wonder it didn't work. Now we're with Mary and Nicole. So Nicole's back, everybody. Yay! <laughs> Mary decides that she is not going to be a manager anymore, and she's just going to focus on her clients, It's probably for the best. Um, then we also find out about the new mansion tax that is going to be going into effect very soon. So Nicole explains how this new mansion tax is going to work. So it does start in the next month, and she says that any property that is sold over $5 million will have an additional 4% tax and anything over $10 million will have an additional um, 5% tax. So for example, the house they're currently selling that they're in, um, the house costs $26 million. So the tax on this house would be $1,430,000, $1,430,000, uh, well, $1 million. That's what it would be. $1,430,000. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, so I guess this is the government's way of what? <laughs> I, oh, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of money. And what gives the state of California the right to do this? Like, I'm just very curious, like, why? maybe I will do some research on the mansion tax. Maybe I will do some quick research on it. Like, why? (laughs) Maybe, maybe we can do it on an episode of Next Take. I don't know. But this is interesting. Like, why? Well, yeah, so we'll see. I might try and do that for maybe the end and we can talk about it. But I'm just so curious. Like, what gives them the right to tax like this and only on the expensive properties, which I understand, go after the, the rich people who can afford it. What is the thing? Does it, does it hit the seller? Does it hit the buyer? Who does it hit? Where does the hit happen? Does it hit the agents? Where does the hit happen? I'm very good. I want to know. I'm actually going to do some research on it for sure and um, figure it out maybe as mentioned, I will do this for an episode of next take for those who are curious and want to know. And, you know, maybe for those people who don't care and don't want to know, but for those people who do care and want to know, maybe, you know, get head over there. I'll keep you updated because I'm actually very curious to know like why. So anyway, Um, so now we are with Chelsea and Emma, and we are in the Belleville God, Beverly Wilshire. I can't talk today. Um, so we find out it's going to be Chelsea's birthday, and she's going to be turning 30 years old. You're really trying to tell me that I'm older than Chelsea. Fuck sakes, okay. Um, she is planning a birthday party that's going to be extravagant. It is going to be a masquerade-themed party. She also wants a sex room with naked men. I don't see the problem. What's the problem? I see no problem. Nothing. Except for if a man did that, you know? Now I know, men, different situation, I get it. But it's just, you know, I don't know. anyway, nonetheless, do you, girl, whatever it is. Chelsea hasn't really celebrated her birthday much because... Her parents weren't always around very much. So her birthday was just kind of another day for her. But y'all, her mom is going to be at this party. So we're going to meet her mom. Um, so Nicole will be at the party. Chelsea feels like things are a little up in the air with Nicole and her relationship with her. Is she a friend? Is she an enemy? Is she a friend me? What is it? I'm still trying to figure this out. So Nicole, for that reason, will be invited to chelsea's birthday party but um chelsea does tell emma that that nicole has said something about emma behind emma's back and that is that emma is only friends with chel uh, because she is a social climber we're gonna very quickly find out that i don't think nicole knows what a social climber is <laughs> But at the same time, what the fuck are you talking about? Hasn't this girl been doing empanadas before she was even, like, really big in real estate, like, with hell? I don't think she needed to use Chrishell to social climb. And if that's the case, like, she seems to be doing really fine for herself right now. She still runs with Chrishell. I'm confused. This bitch. Anyway, obviously Emma is not happy, and that will be addressed a little later. Um, but then we also, um find out that Brie is not invited because Chelsea is still on her same bullshit when it comes to Brie's family dynamic. I'm sorry. Get mad at Nick. <laughs> Nick's the problem. Not Brie. Fuck Nick. I'll watch you with The Mass Singer and I'm okay with that, but fuck Nick. No, oh, actually, no, scratch that. Don't fuck Nick. You might get pregnant. Just be mad at him um so now we are with mary and lettuce aka romaine and mary says that she's really busty she says this is romaine she's really busty and she thought you know she was she was gonna be getting her period but she hasn't and now she's five days late she does talk about her son very briefly and how she had him at 15. We do see a picture of him as a baby. He was very cute. And Romaine doesn't really know how pregnancy tests works because she ends up doing a test. And he says shake it after she's like peed on it. And I'm thinking, Romaine, that is not how it works. Mary tells him that's not how it works. You pee on that shit and you place it very gently on a flat surface and let it do its thing. Shaking it is going to have it become invalid. <laughs> Men, <laughs> it's a really good thing. Y'all don't get pregnant. Anyway, um, and we're waiting and we're waiting and then y'all, she's pregnant. <laughs> I was When I saw this episode and I saw she was pregnant, I burst into tears. I don't know about anyone else, but I burst into tears because this was always something that I think they worried about being a struggle for them with her age, you know, being a little older than than him, um, being at a point in life where maybe you're not trying to get pregnant anymore you're at a point where you're probably going to head into menopause, you know, maybe in the next five to 10 years, you know, that that's, yeah. And she's probably in perimenopause or about to be. So it, it's just, I was very happy for them. And I just burst into tears. Just, I was a blubbering mess. That's basically what, what happened. Um, but um, she says that, let's call Amanza, because she wants to tell her. She doesn't say she's not going to be telling anybody else, but she does tell Amanza. Um, and all she does is show Amanza the pregnancy test, and Amanza, like me, started to cry. <laughs> so yeah, this I'm, congratulations, you guys. I'm so happy for the both of you. This, oh, yeah it's amazing. So now we are with Heather. So we are going to see Heather very briefly, but she's about to pop y'all and, um, is with her. And like I said, she's real pregnant and we are meeting her client named Josh. Josh is a child. Josh is a kid. Josh is 20. Jesus for fucking grace. Lord. Um, but he is going to be, um, 21 real soon. So (laughs) he can, he can't legally drink yet guys. He can't legally drink yet in America. He can legally drink here in Canada, but he can't legally drink in America. Jeez. They end up looking around this house that he's looking at and he, um, Goes into what's the entertainment room and tests whether or not the entertainment room is soundproof. Now let me also preface he's with Brie because Bree's gonna be taking him on while Heather is on Malive. Um so he yells in the soundproof room. But guess what, guys? It's not soundproof. Never mind. Because Heather's up there being like, what is happening? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Um and when they come back, she's like, Are you guys good? Like what happened? Like, did you kill him? Like, what's going on? And <laughs> we gonna throw in some innuendos and be like, we We're testing out the soundproof room and seeing if, you know, I could hear anything. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're done with that. So now we're with Emma, Chriselle, she's back, Brie and Amanda And Amanza orders a meatball. One meatball. And when we do see it, it's a huge ass fucking meatball. So then we start talking about whether or not Amanza has a crush. So she says, you know, maybe, but that's about all she's gonna really say. So then they ask, like, who would sleep with a celebrity that they like? And who that celebrity would be. Amanza. My girl says that she wouldn't mind having sex with Michael B. Jordan. I agree. I 100% agree with this. Yep. stamp of approval. And then, and then, Brie says, I would do that. Actually, I have done that. Brie has fucked Michael B. Jordan. Girl, details, 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 details. We need to know. Is he good? Clearly, he is though. Because she said she would do it again because she's done already. Okay? Get it, girl. My goodness. Anyway, <laughs> who's better, Michael B. Jordan or Nick Gannon? That's what I want to know. That is a question I want to know. Because, no. Oh, anyways, let me move on. Never mind. Let me not go there. Um, so, Bree is still with Nick. We find out here. Or whatever that means for her. And he might not be happy if she dated around. Excuse me? Excuse the fuck out of me. I'm so confused. So wait a minute, Nick. It's okay. It sounds very much like Natalia's going through with her boyfriend currently on Below Deck Med. But Nick, it's okay for you to stick your thing in anything and get them pregnant. But it's not okay For Brie to go and do her thing? What is she, then a baby factory for you? Is that what it is? Because that's fucking disgusting. She's more than a baby factory. What the fuck? Oh my god. Anyway, men. And their small fucking egos. And then we kind of, you know, bring up the whole Chelsea situation and and Brie. And Emma... Says, you know, I would mediate for, for you and, and Chelsea if that's, you know. Then we start talking about Nicole. Nicole is not a good person, according to Emma. I think according to a lot of us. Amanda says it's hard to hear people bash Nicole because well, she's known Nicole the longest. But if she... um, Because, okay, they... Emma does explain what she found out from Chelsea, which was the whole social climbing situation. And Amanda says, though, it's hard to hear this, people bashing her. If she said that, then that's crazy. That is, that is, that is earning some shit. And it's true. And we're going to see how this is going to blow up on her fucking face really soon. So now it's Chelsea's birthday party. And um we also see Jarvis and Kayla are here um, from the OC office. It's not the first time we're gonna see some people from the OC office. So um Chelsea's mom, I wrote, isn't gorgeous chelsea looks amazing herself i believe she was wearing what was she wearing it's red long dress she kind of looked like julia roberts in pretty woman but even beautiful even more beautiful if that was possible she's looked phenomenal um and chelsea says that she does like a speech and says i owe everything to my mom she says that i am the person i am because of you and she kind of gets cut off by her mom because her mom's like okay enough. Because she's getting very emotional at this. And um then she says to her husband, Jeff, that he showed her what love is. So yeah, she gets her gift. I'm not sure who's from, I'm guessing her husband. And it is her first Birkin purse, so she's really happy. Yay. Money. <laughs> Um, so then we see the phenomenal argument that is about to happen between Emma and Nicole. So Emma walks up to Nicole and says, Hey bitch, I heard you were talking some shit about me. Is it true? And Nicole says admit that yes, I did say that you're only friends with, with Rochelle to social climb. It feels like you're defending Rochelle. Why? This is, this bitch. But anyways, let's continue. And then Emma says like, do you even know what what social climbing is? Like, do you know what it means? And she says like, whatever. Then in a sense, Nicole, it kind of feels like she's backpedaling or she can't even like, she can talk shit about people behind their backs. But as soon as they come into her front of her face, she is like, she's like a fish on land. She doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. She's just flopping around trying to figure out life, trying to find the fucking water. She can't find the fucking water. She's losing air and she looks like an idiot. Fish don't look like idiots when they're dying. I'm not saying that, but looks like an idiot. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, so then Emma tells her like, that's a big thing you said. So keep those, uh, keep that big ball energy because you clearly have the big ball energy when you're talking shit behind my back. (laughs) she says don't let them shrink to raisins, (laughs) oh my god, that was fucking great, she has some great one-liners in this argument, Nicole, not so much, she had nothing to say, but Nicole says, um, you, you're like one way when people have your back, who the fuck has her back right now, Nicole? Nobody, it's literally, I mean, do people do come out and join this, this argument in a second, but in this fucking moment, it is you on her. There's no one else. There's no Grishelle. There's no Chelsea. There's no Brie. There's no nobody. It's just it's who you. So what the fuck is she talking about? She seems to really be holding her own in this fucking moment while you, ma'am, are over there looking for the water. I don't understand. What is she talking about? This fucking bitch. I can't. Ooh. So, um, like I said, yeah, Nicole can't even talk. Then she's like talking about Rochelle, like Rochelle is here. This has nothing to do with Rochelle. You are the one who started talking shit about Emma. So why is Rochelle now being brought up into all of this? Rochelle's not here. What the fuck? Actually, was Rochelle at the party who came and started? Actually, I think Rochelle was at the party, if I remember correctly. I can't remember, but anyways... Like what the fuck? Christian's not here at the moment. And crystal from what I'm understanding, wasn't there. We were talking shit about Emma. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Um, Emma says that you are so miserable. That's it. She is a miserable bitch. She is a miserable bitch. That's exactly it. That's perfect. Yep. Um, and she says, Maybe you need maybe you need to get happy or whatever and things will be better. Then Nicole says, I could say the same about you. What the fuck are you talking about? Emma is a happy fucking person from what we can see on this show. She's only not happy when people talk shit about her. Funny how that works. I think that's everybody. the She can't fight. She shouldn't talk shit because she cannot back her shit up afterwards. And then Amanda comes in and tells her, it's a big deal that you said that. And then Chriselle tells her, you rearrange your, your face? Oh, come on, Chriselle. What the fuck? I don't understand what that means. Don't everybody in fucking LA or wherever the fuck um, rearrange their face because that's the times we live in? I don't understand. And he still won't talk about rearranging faces. Like, at least she doesn't fucking look like, I don't know, Darcy and Stacy. She looks natural enough. Like, I don't understand this. I don't understand. That also doesn't lend to the argument that is at hand right now, which is Nicole is talking shit about Emma, which is we don't know why. Why she has to talk shit about Emma. That's all this is about. We don't need to start talking about whether her face is rearranged or not. Like, I don't chrishell's this, should have stayed out of it that's what i think Chriselle is too deep in her anger towards nicole to have a rational conversation with somebody so she's gonna grasp now at straws and say you rearranged your face like the drugs you had me there that's fine because chances are she's doing something but <laughs> rearranging your face Chriselle, isn't there a possibility you might have rearranged your own face i'm confused I'm just confused by everything. It was so fucking weird. Amanda tells her, "If we walk away from this table, I'm not gonna fuck with you, and or I don't fuck with you, it's because of this. It's because of this conversation. It's because of what you said, and the fact that you can't even apologize for saying what you said because it's not right. Everyone's on Emma's side. Every single person's on Emma's side saying this is bullshit. This is not Emma. Emma's not social or not a user." to become a social climber. Like that that's no. And um, she says that Emma is the nicest person. That's what um, Amanda says. And that Chris is the nicest person. She says, my kids love them. Then Nicole just says, you're an awful person. She says that to Chris even though, can we remind everybody here that this argument is supposed to be about what she said about Emma why is everything being directed back to Grishel? So did you talk shit about Emma? Because she's just, that's exactly what it is. She's talking shit about Emma because she is associated with Grishel. That is high school bullshit. Grow the fuck up. Just because she's friends with, or Emma is friends with Grishel, doesn't mean you have to talk shit about Emma. Oh. Is she ever a nice person? I'm confused. Oh, fuck. Anyway, and she just kind of starts talking about the fact that she was the first real estate agent there and blah, blah, blah. Who gives a fine fuck that you were the first real estate agent at the Oak Group? Who cares? It doesn't matter because you're no longer the only real estate agent at the Oak Group and you can't play with, with anybody. You can to be nice with anybody. As I've mentioned, you are a miserable bitch, but that is the end of episode one. And we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we will jump into the next episode. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself for solo play. You can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection, or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love shop, and you can use our unique coupon code reality 2 to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's love shop.ca, L O V E S H O P dot C A, and use our unique coupon code reality. That's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A and the number two. And we are back. So let's jump into episode two, Mean Girl Shit. I think we'll be surprised to find out why the episode is titled this way. wow, the dramas in this episode, in this season, wow. So we're with um, our twins, and we're with Mary and Amanda and Skip to Malou. And everyone is now telling Mary about the drama that happened between Nicole and Emma at Chelsea's party. And then we're kind of doing this back and forth thing a little bit. So then we're with Nicole and... um. And her husband, and his name is Brandon. And she says, like, what puts her over the edge about this whole situation is what Amanda said to her about not fucking with her if she's, you know, shit talking. What else does she expect for people to do? Can't stand behind somebody who keeps talking shit about you and all you want to do is be Switzerland. You know what I mean? Like, what does she expect? Anyway, Brandon apparently. Sent Amanda a text saying, and this was as quote, two words fuck you. Listen, listen to me and listen to me straight here, okay? Clearly, these two are, are two peas in a pod, clearly, because that's a fucked up thing to do. I understand supporting your wife and defending your wife. I 100% get it. We've seen Tarek go fucking off on people when it came to Heather. That's fine. I totally get that. I'm not coming at him for that. But Tarek didn't in the moment because he was there. He was involved. If you remember from previous season, he wasn't there and he was involved in what happened. So he went off. I totally gonna get it. Brandon wasn't fucking there. So the wherewithal that you had to say, you know what, I'm gonna text her to fuck her, or to you know say fuck you in this text for what she said to my wife. When it's fucking justified. Do you realize that your wife is a piece of shit and can't keep her fucking mouth shut? If you could just zip it the way Kathy says, just zip it, then that's fine. All's great in the world, but she has to talk shit about people that she was working with and creating a toxic work environment. What does she expect? What the fuck do you expect? So then you're going to decide to text a woman to fuck you because of, that's just adding fuel to the fucking fire. Adding absolute fuel to the fucking fire. This is, that's bullshit. And this is what he says. And, um, we kind of go back to Amanza and she brings, she's, cause we're kind of getting this back and forth between him and Amanda talking about the text message. And Amanza says, and even Mary says, because I'm assuming Mary also knows him and is saying, that doesn't sound like him. Are we insinuating that it was Nicole that sent the message? I think Nicole encouraged it for sure. Even though she says, even though I don't condone it or don't, I didn't encourage you to or whatever the hell, I don't believe it for a second. I think she did but I think the text definitely came from him though. Ugh, disgusting. Anyways, but anyways, Nicole just says that she just wants someone to stand up for her. Someone will stand up for you when you stop talking shit about people. It's not that hard. Just don't talk shit. You don't like, you don't like Rochelle? That's fine. Rochelle doesn't like you. You guys can at least work. You guys can at least go and do your job and that's it. You don't have to like each other. You don't have to get along. None of those things. Just shut up. And do your fucking work. Why is that difficult? So Brett doesn't think that she should be attacked the way she that she is. Um Mary agrees, but also says that if she's gonna talk shit, then what does she expect? Thank you. Jason says that Nicole started this by going after Chriselle, So obviously he's gonna defend Chriselle because but here's the thing, this is why it's sticky. He's going to defend Grishel, who is his ex-girlfriend, against Nicole, who is also his (sighs) ex-girlfriend. It's so fucking messy, but clearly, like, him and Nicole ended a long time ago, 10 plus years prior. Grishel is a lot more recent, and he almost had a, before deciding not to, almost had a kid with her. He is still in love with her. We all saw the, re- the the reunion after the um season six. He is in love with her and was devastated by the breakup. And I know she was too. For sure she was. um, But yeah, it's is... Oh boy. But anyways, he is saying this. And then we kind of see Skip to Malou. And she says, I have... Different experience with both Chriselle and Nicole. She says Nicole is so nice to her, but Chriselle, I can't be friends with her. She only says hi to me when Jason is around. Uh oh. She says that Chriselle ignores me and that's mean girl shit. And there we go. Here's another conflict that's about to start. Jason does say, um, what Criselle also said about um, Nicole's face and being rearranged, <laughs> and they all agree. Okay, that's fucked up. Like that's unnecessary. Even Jason said like that's unnecessary. You don't need to say shit like that. And I agree. You don't need to say shit like that. It's petty. And then like, oh, come on, Criselle, you are some. You, I'm pretty sure. Like I don't know how old Nicole is. I feel like she's in her late 30s. She's not even in her 40s yet. Krishell is probably a few years older than her, and acting like she's younger than her. I mean, Nicole's not much better, but Chriselle doesn't know how to fight either because she's talking about shit that doesn't matter. Now, like I've said, throwing the drugs out there—that was good, but otherwise, yeah. Um. So now we're at Heather's with Bree. This is very quick. Not much here to talk about, but Bree brought her baby boy and oh my god he is adorable he's so cute um but yeah we're just talking about babies in this conversation and towards the end of it her brief son says mama he has not said dada suck it nick <laughs> actually don't because i feel like you might get you anyway moving on <laughs> So we're with Brett now, and uh we're also with Amanda, and we also see Chelsea coming um and they're gonna be looking around this I think it's I think with a penthouse, house the looking around is looking around this place, and Brett leads them to their devices to go look around some more um they're not gonna look around they're gonna talk shit, so let's talk about the drama, okay Chelsea doesn't agree with Nicole but also feels bad for Nicole because her mental health, you throw out mental health and you're just like, okay, can't argue with that. Even if you don't give a shit, you can't argue. Um, But, um, Amanda says, you know, I will talk to her, but we also need to talk to Grishel and Emma and basically tell them that they they, uh they need to back off and then we hear brett calling them saying like where'd you guys go so they're like running out of the room to go find him and i think they end up running into either the wall or the glass i'm not sure but they ran into something and yeah (laughs) It's hilarious. And uh, then we're with Jason and Rochelle, and we're out of the office and y'all, they are flirty with each other. Maybe I'm grasping, but anyways, he tells her that she looks really cute. Okay. And then Jason brings up what Skip said about Chriselle not being nice and not saying hi to her and only saying hi to her when Jason's around and all that nonsense. Chriselle does admit though, that it might be weird just because, or it was weird because of the age gap between Malou and Jason. But Chriselle says, listen, I have hugged her. Hello. She says, I don't know how to navigate this because Shell is very aware that it is a problem that she is around Jason, and that maybe she's around him too much. So she's like, "I just don't know how to navigate. Like, am I around enough to have a separate like relationship with her? Am I not around because she doesn't like it? Like, what is it?" Um, and now we start talking about Instagram follows and shit, and the fact that. Chris didn't follow her fast enough or something. And Chris was like, Ugh, okay, I'm not about this shit. Like, who cares? Kind of how I feel about Sarper and Shekinah. Mm-hmm. She says, I'm not going to co-parent your new girlfriend because says, you didn't want to be a parent with me. So now I'm not going to co-parent you and co-parent with you and your girlfriend. Not going to happen. Figure it out yourself. It's not my problem. 100%. The fuck. Anyway, she says if I need to not be around anymore, I will do that for you to maintain your relationship. But you just need to tell me that. But he says he doesn't want that because he cares about Rochelle very much, and Skipton Lou knows this. But Rochelle says the thing that I think we're all thinking. But maybe that's the problem. And we kind of ended off there. So now we're with Nicole and uh, and walks Amanda. And, you know, let's just figure this out, basically. Let's talk about what's going on here. And um, first and foremost, Ma- Amanda brings up the text message that um, Brandon sent. Uh, Nicole's husband. So Nicole says, you know, not to excuse the text message, but still just basically know what I just said. And let's hear what I have to say now. I was very triggered and so was he. Be fucking triggered. That doesn't give you the fucking right to text somebody. Fuck you. Fuck you. I would, that's what I would have said. I would say, uh, are you good? (laughs) fuck you too, like what the hell, it's not okay, I don't care how triggered you fucking were, being triggered that doesn't give you the reason, like the excuse to do that, if these fucking people, they're both, a f- if they have children, I feel really bad for them, I'm sorry, like truly, because there's not one person who can have their head on their shoulders in this relationship, they're just both fuels to each other's fires basically, it's ridiculous, um, but Nicole says that Emma is more approachable when Rochelle is not around. I highly doubt that. Maybe, again, I don't know. I can't even speak to that, but like, I, I don't believe her. <laughs> and so that's the thing. You find that, you know, maybe things are better when Rochelle maybe isn't around or whatever. Fine. Maybe just bask in that and don't create more drama. Because now, now she's a bitch to you no matter where Grishel is in the world. Stupid. Anyway, but she says um, that this whole situation, it broke her. Okay. She says, even though Amanda doesn't agree with Nicole from the very beginning of the drama, starting with Grishel, it has gotten out of hand and it needs to stop. That's where Amanda's at right now. So we're done with that. Now we're with Emma, Chelsea, Jason, Amanda and Chriselle. They're gonna be um doing their 10 year anniversary of the Oak Group at this house that they're at. It is a crazy house. It has a club in it. It has like different little tricks and shit that you know you had to like push buttons for and stuff like that. It's a pretty cool house. Anyway. Yeah, so this house is not for sale. It's just basically open to the public to I guess, host events and stuff. So they're going around or whatever, and they were about to go down to the club area, which is like down some set of stairs. But Grishel's like, I'm actually in a lot of pain right now. So I'm going to stay up here and I'll meet with you guys after. And she starts explaining that she's been going through a lot of pain lately, but that it's getting worse. So hold on to that. Then we are meeting... The owner of this house very briefly, but Chelsea says I don't even know who he is because she talks about it. Like, you know, this is the, I can't, I can't forget the last name, but she's like, you know, this is a guy who, you know, built this this amazing house and one of the most famous houses because they they f- filmed here before and stuff like that. She's like, it's the most famous house, and she's like, but I don't I don't I don't I don't actually know who he is. <sighs> Uh, anyway, we um, are now taking a crazy-ass pic of Emma, because Emma has her thing where she does these pictures. We've seen her do this before in a previous season. So she's taking this picture, and they didn't even want to do it, because she's like, it's on a slant. Like, stop it. You're going to die. And <laughs> Chriselle like, she takes a picture. She's like, this is the last picture we all have of Emma. So <laughs> like, she's fine. then, Amanda brings up the whole Nicole situation she posts Grishel and Emma and she says we need to put this shit to rest enough is enough she's like the petty comments need to stop but I don't think anyone is really ready to apologize because Emma's kind of like but she started it Grishel is like I don't want to talk about this like talking about Nicole gives me anxiety I don't want to deal with it and Chelsea although like was on Amanda's side a little bit She's kind of in this weird middle ground of, I agree with Amanda, we need to put this to rest, but I also get why Emma and Grishelle maybe don't want to deal with it. Like she's kind of on this weird ground, so it's kind of where Chelsea's at. And Chelsea says, you know, what Nicole said to Emma, that was to hurt her. What Grishelle said to Nicole about her face, that was also to hurt her. And we need to apologize. But Grishelle says, nope. I'm not apologizing to her. She did this. Why the fuck do I need to apologize to her? Well, you do need to apologize when you say shit like that. Like that's not okay. That's that's absolutely uncalled for. But yeah, she's just like, you know, no, I'm not gonna apologize. And she leaves. And that's how episode two ends. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do in the situation because like Nicole should be the one to initiate an apology. I do understand that because she's the one that started all the drama, especially with everything that we've did that I did put out there in the end of season six between Nicole and Grishel, they were friends. They were friends. So what is happening? So I do understand that. And um, yeah, I do. I do think that yes, it should need to be put to rest but I do think Nicole should be the one who initiate the apology. Maybe then, you know, that can be processed, taken in, and there can be some sort of common ground between everybody. But I also think that Chelsea needs to take her own advice when she says like things were being said to hurt each other. Chelsea, that's the same thing you said about Brie. You but you are attacking someone's family dynamic. I don't even know what's worse. Everybody's in the. Sh- Everyone needs to figure their shit out, honestly. But not too soon. Keep the drama going. But that is it for episode two. We're gonna take a break here, and then when we come back, we'll jump into episode three. So now we are at episode. Three, um, and the final episode for this episode <laughs> House of Horrors. So, we are with Amanda and Grishel. And Amanda basically just asked, Are we cool? Yes, they're fine. But Grishel says, Listen, I do get what you're trying to do, and I appreciate that. But she says, I need to just focus on my health right now because I have some stuff going on and she explains, I went to the doctor and they ended up finding a cyst on her ovary that is the size of an orange. Suck Nicole in her drama. Okay. <laughs> um, she says that they will have to do surgery to remove the cyst and that there is a potential that they might also have to remove the ovary that the cyst is sitting on, um, as well, which is also going to be really heartbreaking because she said that that's just another hit to my goal that I'm trying to accomplish, which is having children. So she says right now she can't do anything. She can't have sex. She can't work out. She can't dance. She can't do nothing. She said, can't do anything fun. That's a, uh, that sucks. <laughs> But um, anyway, now we're at the office. And y'all, Nikki Glaser is here. Yay. She is going to be buying her very first home, basically. So she's going to be coming. And she's, you know, she's here. And Brett says, it's so fun to have my eighth favorite comedian here. And Nikki says, Funny. I don't know how this works, but you're my third favorite twin. (laughs) Um, so yeah, as I mentioned, it's her first home that she's buying, she's been renting. And she says she's she's a little nervous. But she says, I just want to keep it simple and stupid, you know what I mean? She's like, I want a two-bedroom home. She's like, I don't really like people. I don't want people in my house. Fair. I agree. She says, kitchen, I just need it big enough so I can open up postmates fine um i put, like some windows <laughs> and she doesn't wanna like go all in right she just wants to kind of be you know over the pants like an over the pants blowjob she basically says and brett says that doesn't sound very good <laughs> nikki says for someone who, um, oh sorry, this was Jason. Uh, well, I, I think both Jason and Barbara there. Um, but anyways, and they kind of start talking about Chriselle and Jason and the demise of their relationship. Obviously, as we know, it's because of the kid situation and him saying like he didn't think he actually really wanted to have kids. And then we start talking about the fact that he's in a relationship with someone who's nearly 20 years his junior. And Nikki says, you know, for someone who said he didn't want to have kids, you're dating one. <laughs> oh man, that was great. She's like, do you have to read to her at night? <laughs> I love Nikki so much. And we kind of have a little of a crossover here because we do also talk about FBoy Island, so yeah, we have a little bit of a crossover. I love this. I love Nikki Glaser. I love her so much. Anyway, um, Chriselle is usually um, uh, sorry, Chriselle is actually going to be taking Skip to Malu out to lunch after the whole conversation between her and Jason. Anyway, we'll get to that soon. We're with Brie and. Then we see Amanda, and they're looking at the house basically and as they're looking at the house, Bree broke her nail. Anyway. Then Amanda says, Um, Chelsea actually wants to talk to you. She wants to apologize. And Brie seems very apprehensive, which is fair. And she says, like, why? like what point is it? She said what she said. She had hacked my family, dynamic, and what, what is there to say? Nothing. Really? Um, so Chelsea thinks that she might be more of a messenger, apparently. This is what Amanda is telling her. And Bree says, A messenger for who, though? And she says, Because only Chelsea is the one that's talking. And then she kind of works out the math in her head and she's like, I know it's not you. I know it's not Mary. And, like, I know it's not, um, I remember everybody in my head here. I know it's not Heather. I know it's not her. And, um, Jenna works that out and she's like, the only people who are left is Rochelle and Emma. Those are the only two people that are left. And then, um, yeah. So I guess we'll see how that turns out. But, yeah, it, it won't be good if either one of them is talking some shit. So we'll put that on hold for a minute and we'll be back to that. So now it's lunchtime with Griselle and Skip's Malu. Okay, guys, this is going to be really confusing for me because everybody was all over the place. Mainly Skip's Malu doesn't know what's up and what it's down. So Grishel says, let's clear the air. Um, so, you know, she says like, I understand that you think I don't like you or something, and she says, like, I'm surprised by this because we've been fine. We've been cool. And she's like, "In the whole situation with Instagram, like, what is that? And Skips and Lou says, no, like, that's not, that's not a problem for me. She's like, yeah, I might have followed you and it took you three months to follow me back. But that's, that's not a problem. And I'm thinking, you sure as hell know how long it took her to follow you back though. <sighs> the fuck? Okay. Anyway. Um, then Grishel brings up her crying. So I didn't talk about this. So this was brought up in the conversation between her and Jason. Apparently when they were in Australia and they were meeting up to have lunch with everybody. Um, so it was probably separate from when we actually saw because we did see Skitsmaloo. But she says that they were meeting up for lunch. Skitsmaloo was supposed to be there. She wasn't there. And instead, um she calls Jason while at the lunch and we can she says she could hear that like Skips and Malou was crying and she thought it had to do with the fact that Shell was there. So she brings this up to Skips and Malou, and Skips and Malou says, I wasn't crying. I wasn't crying. What are you talking about? Chriselle says that listen, we are not friends by any means and stretch of imagination, but she says, like, I have been friendly with you. And Skips Malou says, but you haven't been friendly with me. And y'all, the editing is just chef's kiss because they end up doing a montage very similarly to when we found out about the cutie situation on Love is Blind. Just tell us all of the freaking times that Groeschel has hugged Skips Maloo. Every single fucking time that girl has been in her presence, Chrishell has hugged her hello. What the fuck is this girl talking about? This is when her credibility went down the fucking tubes. And so then I realized after this, that we are going to start some real serious grasping. Because Gibson loose says you ignore me. And you don't ask questions about me. And that you only, you know, say hi to me when Jason is around. And Chriselle says, but I'm only with you when Jason is around. When else am I around you? Like, she's straight up. She's like, what? So then they start talking about, like, listen. Let's just call Jason. Let's let Jason clear the fucking air. For fuck's sakes. So Chriselle says, okay, fine, call him. If you want to call him, call him. So Skip's immediately calls him. And this doesn't go, I think, the way because some wanted it to go. But anyways, we call Jason. And this bitch, because not her name is this bitch. Because this bitch starts lying to him about what Chriselle is saying to her in this moment. Saying how Chriselle thinks that I'm being jealous and and you know that that's what is happening or whatever the fuck. And Chriselle says, I never said that. And she's like, You realize we're on camera, right? this is being filmed. <laughs> I never said that. And then Skipson Malou says, well, then I I don't know what you said. Fuck, that's clear. Because then I started to realize when she said that, like, I don't know what you said. You're not here to have a conversation with, with Grishel and clear the air. You're here to have a pissing contest on who's Jason's woman or not. This is what it's all about. Everything leads back to Jason. If you have a problem with the relationship between Rochelle and Jason, don't take that up with his ex-girlfriend. Take it up with the person you sleep with at that night. That's who you should be taking this up with. And you need to create a boundary with him so that you don't end up in another episode of you, me, and my ex. <laughs> like, I don't... And understand. then Jason says, do I need to be on this call? <laughs> so then I th- thought at this point that Jason was off the call, but apparently not. We'll get to it. Because then skips from then mispronounced G and refer to them as she. When it's cl- clear, it's been pretty clear, especially if you're in this world and you're around them and you know this. We know that she doesn't go by she, her pronouns. She goes by they, them, or they go by they, them pr- pronouns. So, you know, yeah. Chrishell loses her shit and says, you know that their pronoun is they, them. You're mispronouncing them now. That's just, you know, that's okay. Um, but like, Why? And again, here's the other thing I'm gonna put. Why is she being brought up in this? This has nothing to do with them. This has to do with the fact that you have a problem. That Griselle is friends with Jason. We don't know how she feels. We haven't talked to them. We don't know if they have an issue with the relationship between Griselle and and Jason. We have not seen them since last season. As far as things looked, they seemed to be fine. So I don't know. I really don't know. Then <sighs> Jason is all of a sudden like, "Do I need to be a part of this conversation?" And I'm like, "Jason, you're still here. What is happening?" Um, Michelle like says, "I feel like I am losing brain cells in this conversation." This Captain lose says that Rochelle is emotional over this. What? Are you talking about, ma'am? Come again. The one who's emotional in this conversation is you, not Chriselle. Chriselle says, "Had enough. There's a difference. And Chriselle says, I'm leaving. But before she does, she also says, actually, I don't know if she says this to her. I'm trying to remember. But, anyways, she basically does say, whether it's in, like, in the moment or to Chris Keston says, Yes, am I friends with Jason? Yes, I am, but I don't need to be. And then she walks away. So I'm, I'm assuming she just got to, to skip to Malu. She said, I don't need to be friends with him. It's not worth it to her. And I agree. If you're going to continue a friendship with your ex and this is the shit you have to deal with, it's not worth it. It's not worth my mental health. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Have him. He, he is yours. Have him. Have him completely. Okay that's clearly what you want. Of course, she doesn't have a problem with Nicole. That is so far removed that she doesn't care. Grishel and Jason is a little more recent and that's why she has a problem. Anyway, so now we um, are at the office and Emma has a house that she needs to sell. And we did see her get this house in the previous season, Jason says that the house needs a price reduction because if the mansion tax comes into account here and he doesn't sell the house before where it's currently at, he will need to pay $700,000 to the city. So that answers the question that I guess it goes to the hits on the seller. So she will need to have a conversation with him to drop it um, by about 30%. And she says, I've never had to have this conversation with a client before to drop it that significantly because he, yeah, he wants, I can't remember what, it's like a $6 million drop, I think. So yeah, it's a lot. And yeah, it, yeah. But she better get it done because Jason is under the impression that he is okay to drop the price but Emma thinks that he isn't okay to drop the price because she's had this conversation with him before. But Jason said that he actually saw the client, and the client told him he's okay with the idea of a production. And she's like, Well, of course he's gonna tell you that over some drinks. But then when it comes time to actually do it, he doesn't want to do it. So um anyway, so now it's a 10-year anniversary party. And we have most of the people here from the Selling Sunset crew, excluding Rochelle she's not doing great. But we also have a few people from the OC office. We have Gio and Jarvis, Austin and Hall. And we're going to realize in a second that the hatred for Hall doesn't just happen in the OC office. It also seems to spread to the Sunset office. We'll get to it in a minute. But um, we are told the story about how Jason, um, in his apartment back in ten years ago, or whatever, would walk around naked in front of a window pat with a powder on his balls. Then Emma talks about the, the drama between Griselle and Skip to Malou, Fill some people in on what happened, basically. Um, and both Emma and Chelsea. And don't really seem to buy Skip to lose bullshit. You shouldn't because this is an insecure little girl who is, can't regulate her emotions. And honestly, that's Jason's fault. That's not Grishel's fault. That is Jason's fault. But it's easier to go after the woman than it is to go after the man that you're with, I guess. Anyway. Um, then Brian and Emma talk. And she wants to talk about the whole thing that she found out from Chelsea. Oh, no, sorry, not Chelsea. Amanda. Emma fully says, I did not say anything. And I don't think Rochelle would say anything either. It didn't come from us. So then who? Who did it come from? And then Bree says, you know, it is weird because I don't really know if Chelsea said anything. Because Emma says, talk to Chelsea. Because Chelsea is really the only person who can tell you this. And she's like, well, I, I don't know, because what if Amanda is starting drama where drama isn't? Maybe that's a possibility. I don't know, but we'll see. Because And then, then Brie kind of says, listen, if Amanda has something that she needs to say or know something, why wouldn't she have just told me? That's what she says. And that's very fair. If you're all supposed to be friends. Why wouldn't she just tell you? Um, so now the twins are gonna be giving their speech about how they started the who Group and they started in their second bedroom apart um in their apartment or Jason's apartment, and um you know, Nicole was there and blah blah blah, and yeah. Anyways, who cares? Moving on. <laughs> and they have announcement to make. And the announcement is that they're gonna be opening a new office in LA is kind of right down the street from the existing office. And you basically, they basically say, so guys, step up your shit so I don't regret my decision to open a new office. You could've just said that your work ethic needs some help. Fuck. So yeah, including Cabo that they just opened. Apparently they've opened one in San Diego. Whoa. Like. They're stretching. They're stretching out a little bit. He also says, Jason says, or one of them says, "Like, listen, listen, L.A. OC group agents—they work their asses off in comparison to you guys." Fuck. And then we hear this comment, and I don't know why this happened or why this was said, but says I mean, like, "I don't like that girl in the orange dress, guys. The girl in the orange dress." was Hall. <laughs> Hall doesn't get along with anybody here. Unless it's Tyler and his lips. Anyway. Um then Chelsea makes a comment about, you know what, we just need to be accepting people for who they are. And then Evanza kind of says to Chelsea, direct that comment over here and points to Brie. Now the time, y'all. <laughs> then Jarvis says, listen, I don't know how y'all deal with confrontation in the office. Our office deals with straight up bullying. What about you guys? And then Nicole says, a little bit. And then Emma says, you know, I find it hard that you kind of say you feel bullied when you're the one that's attacking other people. And... And she says, you need to take some accountability for what you do. And Nicole doesn't wish to have this conversation or hash this out again. And I'm thinking, you're going to continue to hash this out until you admit I fucked up. You can't even do that. Um, anyway, then Bree says, let me say something. If someone is defending themselves. That is not bullying. So she's basically talking about the fact like Emma, Grishel, whatever, coming and, you know, quote unquote, attacking Nicole. They're defending themselves from what you're doing. So that's not bullying. That's just them defending themselves, basically what she's trying to say. So um, she's like, you're not a victim that's what she says. Then Nicole says, you know, you were not there. So why do you have to say anything? She doesn't need to be there to state the fucking obvious or give her two cents. And what she said was very general. She didn't point out names. She didn't point people out. She just says, if you're going to act like an idiot and people are defending themselves, that's not bullying. That's okay for her to say. And that's only Nicole's go to, you. you aren't there. It's like, you can't say anything do you have something new in your repertoire? Something, something new, because it's pathetic how you keep repeating the same shit. So the priest says, okay, so then tell me then, tell me your story. What is it? And she doesn't have a story to tell because she has nothing to say. Instead, Nicole says that she is tired of the victim mentality in the office. You are You grasp and hold on to the victim mentality if you can. Like, are you kidding me? Fuck you, Nicole. Like, honestly. Then Amanda says, hold on. This bullshit needs to stop. Cut the shit. And Amanda says to Nicole, you you maybe didn't mean to start World War III with Grishel, but at the end of the day, you did start World War III. So own your shit, basically and she pulls out her purse that says tell the truth or something like that so I'm just like Nicole you're full of shit like you're full of shit you can't even own up to the fact that you started shit and you can't own it she's such in delusion land that she can't even realize that she started the shit it's ridiculous but anyway the season looks great I'm enjoying it so far And, um, that is the end of episode three and the end of our episode. So if you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, and you can rate a review on either Apple podcasts or Spotify. And I have a new thing that I want to start trying. And that is that every four or five star review that we get, I'll read it on the podcast. So if you want to hear your review on the podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're able to rate and review. Um, and if you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to reality Tea times two on Facebook, reality Tea times two podcast on Instagram or threads, reality Tea times two pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Reddit at reality Tea times two pod, and uh, you can also email us at times 2 at hotmail.com. And don't forget, you can find us on YouTube at tea times 2 You can also subscribe, like, comment on there as well. We greatly appreciate that. And don't forget that I do have another podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcasts, where we talk about all kinds of different things Um, we currently have, you know, this number can definitely change, but we currently have about eight episodes. Um, roughly we've talked about all kinds of different things. We have a lot of fun over there. So please go take a listen to us over at Next Take Podcast, which you can find us at on YouTube at Next Take Podcast. You can also find us on our website, solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast. And don't forget we have a website, and that is at solo.to forward slash reality times two. And we also have a Discord, and I believe that's reality times two as well. <laughs> so you can find us there. Um but that's basically it. That's all the stuff. Of course, everything here will that I've just listed will be in our show notes, all discount codes. Um Special links to everything that we put in our ads are also in our show notes. And yeah, that's basically it, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is the podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just Godsense for me. Also with Aludo, you can create clips, you can do your ads, as thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of the buttons. You can also use Aludo to publish your episodes just straight from the software it's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Allude by using our unique link, which you can find on our show notes, just down there at the bottom at the show notes, and you can get access to an easy software